Hey there, you're listening to We Just Like to Talk. I'm Becky. And I'm Kara. And this is a podcast for easy listening to hard subjects. Today's topic is... More recommendations. So, Becky, I have read all the books and watched all the TV shows and listened to all the podcasts that you recommended last time. And I'm not just saying that to be polite. Um, <laughs> so I'm all out of recommendations. I need more recommendations from you. You got to hit me with the good stuff this time. Oh, yeah. Do my best to bring uh, my A game as well. Yep. Awesome. Well, as our listeners know, we love to explore new things, especially when it comes to watching different shows, listening to different music, and, you know, take a quiz or two. So that's the first thing that I wanted to talk about are these quizzes that I've been taking recently. So one is, and I'm sure most people have heard of it, it's called the 16 Personality Types. Uh, so yeah, this one I've you... uh, I've yeah. used that in my class before, actually, with my students. And I know at one point we were discussing possibly doing a whole episode about personality tests, and we'll see if that Which happens. Which we still but can. Yep. Yeah, I I was very enamored with the sixteen personality types quiz. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ve- I'm very like hot and cold when it comes to personality quizzes. Some of them I really like, and some of them I don't. But I, I did the sixteen mm-hmm. personalities one, and I'm just like. Wow, this was like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what it, what did you think of it when you did it? Yeah, so because I took psychology and because I had a bit of a background of knowing of like what it is, so it's it's basically the Myers Briggs Types Indicator. Um, I definitely thought like it's accurate. Um, it's it, it was interesting and. I just enjoyed like how they presented the questions to you. So, so which personality type were you? Okay, so I landed in the the diplomats. So, mine is called the protagonist. It's ENFJ. So, a short version of it is just charismatic and inspiring leaders able to mesmerize their listeners. <laughs> so I, was I like, hope that where you're you're doing that right now with our listeners. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I hope they're being entranced by what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty accurate. Which um, which personality type did you get again? I am a mediator. Ah, that's right. So you are INFP. Yes, and I got the um, A modifier on that one. Okay. I can't remember what that stands for, but you got a, either a T or an A modifier, I think at the end. Yes. Yes. Because they're subtypes. And so what I remember really liking about 16personalities.com versus other Myers-Briggs quizzes that I've done in the past is I thought their questions were very good. I find sometimes personality quizzes ask you these really off the wall questions that don't apply. Yeah. And 
I'm just like, I don't know how to answer this. So I'll just have to make up an a- whatever answer I can squeeze in best to their options, but then it throws off my results, especially around things like relationships. I also like how they have sort of like celebrities or other people oh, that yeah, you may I know. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I thought that part was really interesting. Any other quizzes that you've done lately that you like? Yeah, so I, I kind of got on a, on a quiz kick. So <laughs> I also really enjoyed, it's called The Four Tendencies Quiz, and it's by Gretchen Rubin. So she's an author. She's written books like The Happiness Project. She does a lot of research on happiness and habits. What I found interesting is that they she not only talked about, let's say, outer expectations, so expectations that say like your friends and family have of you, but also your inner expectations and how you respond to those or don't respond to those. I don't know if you're going to be surprised about this, but my tendency (laughs) is that I'm a rebel, which means that I... Shocking, I know. Hard to believe, but I don't meet either expectations that I put on myself and I also don't meet ones that other people put on me and not necessarily that I don't meet them but that I just don't like when people do put expectations or pressure on me because it just makes me feel like I don't know it makes me feel kind of caged in I'm really trying I was really trying to think about it the other day and I'm like have I always been like this like I think and it's so hard to say like oh I'm a rebel in every single situation because I don't think so. I think the majority of my life, yes. But I think in some cases, like, you know, if there is a certain expectation of me at work, will I do it? Yes. But it's sort of like I do it on my own time. And that's another thing, too. It's like rebels have a really hard time. They have a really hard time of being on time. <laughs> yeah, I... uh I, that checks out. You haven't noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so punctual. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I like that she uh, is looking at one facet of your personality rather than trying mm-hmm. to give you this overall kind of personality type like Myers-Briggs does, because yep. which I think is nice. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's almost as reliable as a BuzzFeed quiz, I think, which we all know is the gold standard when it comes to personality quizzes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you? Tell me some of your recommendations. Maybe we can kind of go all back and right. forth on these. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk TV shows. Yeah. So I haven't been watching a ton of new TV right now just because I spent most of my summer marking summer school and it was easier for my brain to just watch reruns. Um, Yeah. But now that I'm on a little bit of a vacation, I've finally dived into season three of Good Girls, which is Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Uh, It's a TV show about three women who kind of live sort of typical almost like suburb lifestyles in the states in the first two seasons they end up involved in some crime uh mostly (laughs) like counterfeiting and stuff and they quickly find that it's a lot more complicated and a little bit more violent than they would otherwise prefer but you know it it shows you how it's kind of one of those road to hell is paved with good intentions 
scenarios where mm. every step you take seems perfectly reasonable at the time, but those steps add up and you end up in a situation and you're like, how did I get into this situation? But now you can't find your way back out. Mm. So I, I really like the show. It's kind of, it's one of those shows where it's very easy to binge. And I say that as somebody who doesn't really binge watch shows, but <laughs> the the writers have this annoying tendency to end on a cliffhanger. And, oh, I hate that. Um, I think that's probably the only, the only TV show I want to recommend right now, but I'm sure there will be others in the future. Uh, what about you? What's your TV recommendation? Yeah, I would say I, I've i just been continuing on with shows for the most part that I've always loved, like The Real Housewives, and then I just mm-hmm. picked up Younger, so I had stopped watching it for a couple of years, and then um, I've just gotten back into it. And let me tell you, you need a little bit of a break, you need a little bit of uh, some fashion, some men, whatever, some, you know, high-powered jobs in publishing, this is your show. It's just so... I don't know. It's like it gives your it gives your mind a break. And there's a couple of drama bits that are sprinkled throughout the show, obviously. Um, But for the most part, it's pretty light and fluffy and fun. A show that I would love to recommend is called Love on the Spectrum. So this one is also on Netflix. Um, I had recently seen it advertised and then I watched a preview of it. So basically, it follows the lives of a few adults who have autism and in in different scenarios, which is really nice as well. So some of them are in relationships and then the majority aren't because that's sort of the focus of the show is them finding love. So and and what I so one of the things that I liked about it is that it not only showed, uh, you know, heterosexual individuals, but it also showed one one adult who who was bi and so her journey was super interesting because at first she was like okay I'm gonna try to go on a date with the guy they showed her date then she realized she wasn't you know super into him and then she's like you know what I think I'm gonna go on a date with a woman and so she had gotten set up and she went on a couple dates with this this one female so I thought that was that was great and of course they could have shown you know, other types of sexuality as well. But I just think the the focus of the show was so nice because it was like, okay, these are high-functioning adults. They are ready for a relationship. They're willing to even, like, some of them had a, a coach helping them uh, before they would go on dates. And you could just see because their parents would sometimes be talking about their journey and stuff like that or they would be talking about their journey and they would they would mention how before they couldn't even you know talk to their I don't know classmates or whatever because they had so much social anxiety and then now they're like talking into the camera and and telling them how they feel and it's just like wow that's super impressive and it's so heartwarming because it's like you even get to see you know their, their siblings and their parents supporting them. And at a, a couple of points, they would be asking the parents, like, you know, how do you feel about this? Like, how do you feel about your, your son or your daughter? And the fact that they have autism, like, you know, has that been difficult? And they're like, yeah, it's been super difficult. But I'm just so proud of the progress that they've made. And I'm so proud of who they are. And yeah, so overall, it's just, it's very enlightening. And it's insightful because 
I feel like I didn't know that much about autism before. And not that I know a whole lot of it now, but it's just like, obviously, everyone, and at the end of the day, everyone deserves love. So if you want a heartwarming show, I think there's only like eight episodes. So, you know, it's not super long. And I think it's, I think it's really nice. It's really endearing. Yeah, I, 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 I like it when shows actually attempt to have good representation of, you know, disabled people in particular, um, because yep. that reputation is few and far between. Yep. So that's nice. And so if I heard you correctly, uh, listeners, um, I believe that's Rebecca asking for if you have any recommendations for other shows or maybe books that would uh, enlighten us more about autism, particularly uh, yeah. Things that were created by autistic creators, um, get some own voices stuff up in there, hit us up with some recommendations. Absolutely. I'm always looking for recommendations and especially in areas that I don't know very much about, but I could always learn more. Kara, I'm sure our listeners by now realize that you read a lot. <laughs> what are some books or what is a book that you've been loving that you would like to recommend? Yeah, so it's very interesting because I feel like this year has not been a great year for me when it comes to reading. I have read far fewer books than I ordinarily read by this time of year. And when I was looking back at my list of books that I've read so far this year, thinking about Ooh, what I want to, what do I want to recommend? Not a lot was jumping out at me. I'm not, I'm not saying I've read only bad books, but mm -hmm. a lot of the books I've read and enjoyed, I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah, those were fine. So last month I reread the 1915 novel of Human Bondage by W. Somerset Maugham. So he's an English author writing about a character in the late 19th century who uh, basically his mom dies when he's like nine years old. He goes to live with his aunt and uncle in a rural area of England. He doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life, so he spends some time living in Germany and then in Paris and then goes back to England, gets into like a toxic relationship. It's a pretty interesting coming-of-age novel. And so as long as you can stomach the fact that it's you know, it's about 100 years old now, so the language is a little bit different from what we're used to reading in a novel these days. But as long as you can get through that, I think it's one of the most sublime works of fictions, fiction I've ever read. Uh, I read it like nine years ago and loved it, and I love it even more now that I've reread it. So a little bit of fiction for you. Uh, as far as nonfiction goes, I was eagerly anticipating a book about the college admissions scandal in the U.S. that happened last year, or well, the, the news of it broke last year. Uh, mm -hmm. That was the scandal that involved such, such celebrities as Felicity Huffman. Mm -hmm. And finally, a book came out. It's called Unacceptable by Melissa Korn and Jennifer Levitz. And I really enjoyed it. I, I think they did an excellent job doing the research and distilling what is a very complex story because it happened over so many years. They distilled it down into something that's easy to understand. You can follow the whole thing uh, and you can get into the head of 
like the guy who was primarily involved in it but you can also understand like there's something rotten about the college admissions system in the u.s there's something corrupt about it and maybe it's time for change yeah while we're on the subject of books i will recommend there is a kind of like a challenger to goodreads that has entered the arena uh, it's a new website. It's in beta right now. It's called The Story Graph. And so unlike Goodreads, which is owned by Amazon, boo. Boo. Uh, it hasn't, yeah, it, and it hasn't really gained a lot of new features over the, the past few years. Yeah. The Story Graph is actively under development. It's not like, it doesn't have all the features that Goodreads has yet, but it's very functional. It was co-founded and is co-developed by a black woman. And oh, nice. um yeah, and it's just it, it's focusing they're focusing right now on helping you find new books to read, like really on mm-hmm. like the recommendation side of thing, mm-hmm. uh before they prioritize the social features. So it's just it's a very interesting, very fresh site. Uh and if you're somebody who You've tried Goodreads and you're like, ah, this isn't really for me, but you Mm -hmm. still want a kind of like a place to track your reading and maybe discover new books to read. uh, I would urge you to give the story graph a try. Those are great recommendations. I even added some to my list to read. (laughs) So I thought I wanted to recommend something that I normally wouldn't recommend, and that's uh, subscribing to a newsletter. So... Okay. Uh, this one is from Gretchen Rubin, who I had previously mentioned, and it's called Five Things Making Me Happy. So what I like about it is that she kind of tosses one to you once a week, but I don't, I don't usually open all of them. Like I kind of just, I don't know. I open them randomly if I'm, if it, I'm It's in there the when you want it. Yeah, it's there when I want it. I, I know that it's, you know, it's it's a lot of information. It's kind of like packed into one one newsletter. So, but what I like about it is that it's just, it's very random. And it's almost like she just had all these thoughts and she kind of just like, you know, purged them onto this newsletter uh, for you mm-hmm. to read. So I, I know that we're bombarded with so many emails, but I think that this is nice because it's a good distraction. And it's also... It's also in and of itself sort of recommends things to you too. And I mean, you can take it or leave it. So what you're doing is you're recommending a way for people to get more recommendations. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not, cool. We're not the only people you can get recommendations from. I, I think that this is uh, a cool way of, of getting them right to your inbox. And yeah, and, and I, I like the way that Gretchen thinks. I think that she enjoys exploring new topics and new ideas and she's always looking to improve herself. Does that remind you of anyone? All right, Uh, so we are almost done. We're going to do some music recommendations, and then we're going to wrap it up with a little bit of an unconventional type of recommendation, I think. So in terms of music, Rebecca, where are you at with some music for us? All right, so if you haven't heard of WAP, and I'm not going to say what it stands for, 
but you need to go and listen to it. You need to watch the video. The fashion is amazing. The dancing is fun. Uh, this is Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. It's, uh, I just feel like every time I listen to the song, it's like it gets catchier and it like grows on me more and more and more. And if you're not into rap, if you're not into Cardi B, I totally understand. I just think it's a really fun song in general. So I had never mm -hmm. listened to it until literally just before we <laughs> recorded this podcast. And I decided I'm going to be a responsible host and do my and research. Do research? And <laughs> yeah, um, let's put it this way. It is probably the most Cardi B song that Cardi B can ever do. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's almost like Cardi B outdid herself. You know, the the fashion, the lyrics, everything about the song is like just so over the top. Yeah, generally, I'm okay listening to sexually explicit songs, yeah. even though I'm asexual and somewhat sex repulsed myself. But yeah. Uh, this one pushed me over the edge, did not enjoy, do not recommend, but <laughs> if you are one of those people, like Rebecca said, who enjoys rap or Cardi B or yep. funky dancing, then in that case, totally right recommend because I'm sure, I'm sure you will enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Dua Lipa's, I believe it's a new, newer song called Levitating featuring Madonna and Missy Elliott. Uh, I was Ooh. actually listening to WAP and then um, it had just come on like automatically in, in the queue. And so mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I've never heard of this song before and I really enjoy it. So I'm just going to recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, I have really been sleeping on Dua Lipa. I loved her first album, and I just mm -hmm. haven't, I haven't listened to much of her second album yet. So thank you for pushing me because mm. uh, that's definitely something I'm going to make a priority in the next couple of weeks. I haven't really been listening to a lot of new music for the, the past few weeks, but I know you and I both did listen to Taylor Swift's surprise album. Yeah, you sort of actually convinced me because of nice. how you were talking about it. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to at least like listen to a couple of songs. Mm -hmm. I like Taylor Swift here and there. I wouldn't say I'm like a Swifty or I wouldn't say, you know, I'm like obsessed with Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. But I was just like so pleasantly surprised with this album. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way of putting it. I think I... Am gradually becoming a Swifty. <laughs> I I dip in and out of her. Like I have honestly, I don't think I've ever listened to all of Reputation, mm -hmm. and I enjoy most of Lover. But there's a few songs on there where I'm just like, ah, I wouldn't care if I never heard this again. Mm -hmm. But I certainly enjoyed some of the songs on there. And then Folklore is it's interesting because you know each song on that album sounds different mm -hmm. it's clearly it is it's an experimental album in the sense of like she is really kind of like pushing different sort of ways that she can sing and still mm -hmm. remain within a certain type of singing for this album 
Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. And it kind of just like gives you the feels, you know, you just you listen to the the lyrics and like how it's sang and I don't know, everything, how it's orchestrated, how it's composed. I I just I just put on, you know, turn it on. First track is the one, and I just hear that piano melody, and I'm just like, yeah. I just kind of like want to dance around. And it's you know, it's not the happiest song, but it's it's still something you can enjoy. Yes. I'm doing good. I'm on some new shit. Been saying yes instead of no. I thought I saw you at the bus stop. I didn't though. The last great American dynasty, like the lyrics to that. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's such a good songwriter. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. I mean, I think all the songs are really great because, like you said, they're they're each so different from each other. But I really like the melody in August. And I can see his twisted bedsheets August sipped away like a bottle of And I also, I don't know, there's something about Mirror Ball. I think it's mostly the lyrics that I am attracted to. So those two songs, I think, are my my top two. Yeah, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I have favorites yet, just because I need to listen to an album uh, many, many times before the the different song titles sink into my head. But yeah, like I said, Last Great American Dynasty, awesome lyrics. And yep. shout out to Mad Woman because of the F-bombs that she drops. Like, she did not come to play on that track. <laughs> yeah, so good. So like you said, we're going to also recommend something that's a little bit unconventional. Would you like to go first in your unconventional recommendation? Yeah, I just want to mention to our listeners that you and I kind of independently decided to do this. I was intending to do this. And then I saw your notes and I'm like, Becky had the same idea, which is I wanted to recommend some self-care stuff because in this current situation, we all need more self-care. Yep. So I just, first, I just want to recommend self-care and I want to say like, I think it's very important, even if you're having busy days, you know, it's not always possible to just take the entire day away from yourself. But even if you're Mm -hmm. having a busy day, like pick an activity, something that helps you relax and make it a part of your routine and do it without guilt because you deserve something nice for yourself. And another good self-care thing that I would recommend is cook yourself nice meals. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do it every day because you don't always have time for that. Yep. doesn't have to be fancy stuff that takes you an hour to prep and make. It could be simple. You know, mm-hmm. you could order one of those food subscription services that we won't mention by name because neither of them wants to advertise on our podcast. But Call if they us. do want to sponsor us. Right? Then we'll we'll talk about them as much as you like. We'll shamelessly plug them. There there are there are ways to get food and to get recipes. So if you have the means to do that, cook some good meals because I find it very cathartic. You know, you can put on the Taylor Swift in the background or the WAP and you can dance and you can cook. <laughs> you may not be able to cook with your friends right now, but share the pics with your friends. I love it, Becky, when you send me photos of what you've made. And I know you enjoy it when I send you photos of what I've made. So I love that. Just cook good stuff. You'll feel better. Spread it with your friends and just like, you know, take care of yourself that way. 
I love that recommendation. I think that's so great. And it's such a good reminder that, you know, we can, we can take a little bit of time of, of our schedules and cook something easy, you know, somewhat healthy if you want, or if you want more comfort food and Mm -hmm. yeah, it can be definitely be therapeutic. And what would you recommend for self-care tips? Yeah. So mine is kind of going in the opposite direction of take some time, whether it's like half of a day or or a full day and just have no to-do list. That is exactly what I did today. My only thing that, you know, I needed to do or and and wanted to do was record this podcast with you. Mm -hmm. So, but it's not like I had it on a physical list. I had absolutely nothing else that I needed to do. I didn't do groceries. I didn't do cleaning, nothing. I relaxed. I watched a show or two. I read in my hammock. I got some gelato and it was just so lovely. I think it's such a good reminder to be like, okay, I need time to myself. I'm going to turn off my phone. I'm going to tune out, but I'm going to tune in. So that's my recommendation. I love that. (laughs) Okay. Um, So before we wrap up, one last kind of selfish recommendation from me. By the time that you're all listening to this, I will have launched my new personal book review website. You can find it at kara.reviews. That's K-A-R-A dot reviews. I'll put a link in the show notes. And yeah, it's basically I've been posting book reviews to Goodreads for like 12 years now. And as you heard earlier in the episode, I'm not super happy with Goodreads anymore. So I'm not leaving Goodreads behind or anything, but I've just I've always really wanted kind of like a space of my own where I can post my reviews and kind of have control over them. So yeah, you'll find all of like 1600 of my existing reviews and then every week I will be adding more reviews and you can sign up for a newsletter because as Becky mentioned earlier in the episode sometimes newsletters can be nice things to get in your inbox so you can subscribe to mine and you'll get a little digest every couple of weeks with my latest reviews and some bookish thoughts from me and can I add that I am extremely excited to sign up for your newsletter and oh thank you looking forward to reading it thank you for all these great recommendations becky if our listeners have some recommendations for us how could they get them to us so if you guys have recommendations for us because you know we're always looking for new things to try new things to watch new things to listen to you can either find us on facebook we just like to talk or you can email us uh we just like to talk at gmail.com and if you want to subscribe like rate us feel free becky i've got one more recommendation what's your recommendation cara i recommend friendship Uh, especially friend being friends with somebody like you but just so we're clear listeners you can't have her she's mine (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.